Hey, 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 and welcome to Victory Praise and Worship Podcast. My name is Kiana, and I will be your host. This month, we are starting a new series titled The Preseason. Today's message of this series is titled The Promise. Come on, y'all, let's get excited because I promise you that this will be a great message. Just wait and see. God, I pray that this message touches the lives of the ones that need it most. Open their heart and ears so that they can receive your message. Allow them to take this message and carry it with them throughout their day, week, and life. Amen. The next voice you will hear will be of our very own Pastor Daniel Spence. God bless you. Thank you for standing for the word. Joshua chapter 6, verse 1 through 5. Again, very familiar. Now, the gates of Jericho were tightly shut because the people were afraid of the Israelites. That's key, y'all. That's key. Israelites, God's children. The gates of Jericho were tightly shut because the people were very afraid of God's people. So you're wondering why some doors have been shut and not opening for you. It's because they're afraid of who you really are. I'm already preaching, y'all. I'm already preaching. No one was allowed to go out or in. But the Lord said to Joshua, I have given you Jericho, its king, and all his strong warriors, not I'm, I'm going to give. Go back for me. I have given you Jericho, its king, and all his strong warriors. Next one. You and your fighting men should march around the town once a day for six days. Seven priests will walk ahead of, you, of the ark, each carrying a ram's horn. On the seventh day, you are to march around the town seven times with the priest blowing the horns. When you hear the priest give one long blast on the ram's horn, have all your people shout as loud as they can, then the walls of the town will collapse and the people can charge straight into town. So starting this month, I wanted to start this last Sunday, but starting this month, from the series, the preseason. Yeah, yeah, the preseason. Today's message is going to be the promise. New series, the preseason, but today's message is the promise. God, we give you glory, we give you honor, we thank you now for what you've already done in the house. God, we ask you now to prepare your hearts, prepare the minds of these, your people, O oh God, to receive your word. 
I pray now that something is said or something that is done will change somebody's life forever. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. The promise. As I was thinking about all that's been going on um, with us and with the church and with some of the people that's been calling me and texting me, I'm wondering why I was like, God, help me understand. And I told you earlier that part of this is going to show up. I was wondering, God, what is really going on in this season, I said, that all of this is really happening now? And what's the purpose of it? So God just reminded me, now I was thinking about football and this, this now is football season is coming to effect and a lot of the, the pro teams, college teams have now started what they call their preseason, their training camp, a lot of them have done. So I'm like, okay, so there must be some significance in preseason and training camp and all of this other stuff. So I'm trying to figure out, God, why would you even think, why would you even bring that to my mind? So for those who don't understand sports that much, um, Take it from an expert like myself. No, I'm messing, I'm messing. Uh, I know a little bit about sports, but what I understand is a couple things uh, that's the purpose of preseason. Uh, one thing uh, about preseason is it allows the coaches to find out your strengths or your weaknesses. And if you're not strong enough, he, can, he or she can weed out the weak ones. Mm -hmm. Preseason. The other thing it can does. The other thing it does is um, it prepares you and builds you up to be able to handle the official season once it starts. Yeah. So 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 preseason. So preseason. When you go out there, they go out there, do a lot of running, do a lot of calisthenics, they do some jumping jacks, they do some push-ups. They do these little rack things that I see Vaughn and them doing and Howard and them doing. They do these cone drills, all that stuff. They do a bunch of push-ups, a bunch of sit-ups. And the whole purpose for that thing is, one, to, to find out if you can be able to make it in the, when the season comes. And the other thing is to build you up, make you stronger so when the season comes, you can handle that fourth quarter or that fourth period or that final ending, the final couple minutes of a game. If you don't go through your preseason, if you don't go through preseason and you come in at the time of season, when you start playing the game, you're going to be gassed, you're going to be weak, and you won't be able to keep up. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You won't be able to keep up when it's time for you to really get into the game to play your position. Okay, okay. I'm taking my time getting started uh, because I'm only going to preach about 10 minutes. So the reality is all preseason does, the pain that you go through, the heart, you go home hurting, aching every night. You go home mad at the coach for making you do extra sprints. You get mad at the coach for making you do the extra laps. But the coach is sitting back saying, look, I'm only trying to make you better and get you ready for the season that you're about to walk into. Do, do y'all see it already? Do y'all see it already? So, 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 so what I understood was, 
so much of the hell and the torment that I am going through right now, so much of the hardships and struggles that you're going through right now, is only meant to make you strong enough to handle the season when God brings you into your right official season. The challenge for us is not to give up during preseason. The reality is no winning in preseason really matters. None of the winnings in the preseason really go on your really record. Yeah, Robin laughing. So all them times they beat us, them Redskins beat the Cowboys the preseason. That don't even matter. What matters when it comes to regular season. And we beat up on y'all two, three times. Yeah, 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 Coach Rock. Yeah, that's, that's it. No, so the reality is all the preseason stuff doing is just getting you prepared for the regular season. So it's important for you not to give up during preseason because the games that really matter only really happen when the season really starts. Uh -huh. But the enemy wants you to fall and break in preseason so that when the season really starts, phew, I'm glad he's hurt. I'm glad he quit. I'm glad he ain't in the picture now because that's one less player that I got to worry about defeating. When the Come on, y'all. Come on. Come on. Help me out now. Help me out here. He wants you to quit during the preseason because it only really matters in the season when you really show up. So if you quit during preseason, Kim, that's one less. Yeah, I'm good now. Their key player is out? Yeah. Zeke ain't signed a contract yet? Oh, yeah, yeah. I had to throw, some, I had to throw that in there. Yeah, they, they holding up on his money? Yeah, don't pay him, Jerry. Don't pay him. Don't worry about it. Don't pay him. They want you not to win in pre. They want you not to make it to the season because you benefit them by not making it to the season. So the enemy is throwing everything he can at you now. Because he does not want you to make it to the official season. Yeah, yeah, I know that bored you for some of y'all not sports folks, but here it is. If we're going to make it through preseason, there are some things we have to do. And the text helps us understand those. Verse 2 says, but the Lord said to Joshua, I have given you Jericho, its king, and all is strong warriors. If we're going to make it through the preseason, you have to remember the promise. God says you have to remember the promise. All right. When anybody ever gets on the team or tries out for the team, the coach says, if you make, if you make the team, I'll, get you, I'll put you in this position, and you can potentially have this much playing time. You can do this. You can do that. He gives you a whole lot of promise. He or she gives you a whole lot of promises if you can make the team. If you can make it through the preseason. So the whole time I'm going through my, tri my tri uh, workouts and all that stuff, I'm thinking about the promise that the coach has given me. If I can make it through this hard time, the promise that he gave me was 
I'll inherit some stuff that he's already planned to give me, but the key is I got to make it through the preseason first. I got to make it through the hard times first before I can get. God says, I desire that you're prosper, that you be in good health. A promise. He says, I'm going to give you this. I've given you the city. But there's some things you have to do before I have to allow you to walk into that city. And the first thing he says, I need you to remember this. I'm going to give you, I promise you, I'm going to give you the city. And the one thing that helps you keep focused during the preseason, the hard times, is his promises that he gives us. He's told you that he's going to take care of you. He's told you he will never leave you nor forsake you. He's told you that you're his child. He's told you all these things. So it's up to us now to remember the promises that God gave us. And if we can keep those in our forefront, that will help us make it through the tough times that we're going through. Remember the promise. Verse 3 says, verse 3 says, you are your fighting you and your fighting men should march around the town once a day for six days. Point two is, uh, point one, remember the promise. Point two is, remember your team. Okay. Anybody who's ever played organized sports, one way you're able to make it through is because of support of your teams. None of us have ever played organized sports have ever been able to make it without the help of our teammate. So here it is. So God says, I need you and your fighting men to get together and march around the town. I need you to understand that you can't do this by yourself. There's people that God has chosen to connect to you that's going to help you make it through your tough preseason. It's your responsibility to allow them to help you in that season. Remember the phone call I said I got? Their comment was, after they said that, I've been praying for you. I had no clue that that person had been praying for me. But I received the support of my teammate. It's not, it's not good for us to be in our preseason and try to do it alone. I don't know who I'm talking to. You have been keeping things to yourself because you don't want to tell people what's going on in your life. It's not meant for you to be by yourself. Do you remember in the beginning, God says, let's create man and put him in our own image. And then he, he makes the next statement. We always use it for marriage. He says, he makes the next statement. It's not good for man to be alone. We always take that statement for a marriage, but that's a reality. It's not good for us. We need the support. Most of us, when we're on the field, we talk, or I say field because of football, or any sport, you take the motivation from other people that out, we pump each other up. I see some videos, I haven't seen, I see some videos of Dub. Y'all don't know him as Dub. Y'all don't know, y'all know who Dub is? Y'all know Dub? Yeah. of how height he would get on the field. Different than what he's sitting in right now, y'all. Different, different, different right now. How hype he would get on the field, and it's impossible for you to be around somebody who's hype and motivated 
and you stay the same way. You stay the same dull person. So you need to make sure when you go through your tough preseason, don't stay home. Don't get caught up in a shell. Don't be woe is me all the time. Get somebody by your side, somebody on your team to help motivate you, lift you up, pray for you, push you along the way. Allow people. Don't give all your business away, but find one or two strong teammates that you can call and say, look, bro, I'm, I'm, I'm in a spot right now that this ain't comfortable to me. This ain't good. I need, I need, some, I need you to talk sense into me right now. I had that, I had that last week. I had that last week when I, was in my, when I was in my moment, when I told you, my teammate. I had a couple teammates, two or three teammates that knew. I had some teammates last week when I was out sick. Text messages, phone calls, concern. Say I was praying for you. I received every bit of that because I understood I couldn't make it through any of that stuff without my teammates. So during this season, don't go it alone. Pick you two or three good teammates that got your back. You ain't got to share your business with everybody, but pick two or three. That you know, I can call on them, and they're going to they gonna hit me straight. They ain't going to sugarcoat it. They ain't going to, yeah, I know what you mean. I feel the same way. Uh, yeah, I don't like it either. No, you don't need that one. Because even if they feel that way, I don't need you to tell me that. I don't need you to tell me. I need you to, yo, you got to get it together. You got to get that thing together. You come up, you tell me all the time about how good God is, and then you're going to fold like that? No, I need you to get yourself together because you told me that God is a good God. He's a merciful God, that he's a healing God, and you trying to act. No, you need to get yourself together. Come on, let's go. So make sure in your preseason you have some good teammates that can help push you through this season. Uh, verse 4 says, seven priests will walk ahead of the ark each carrying a ram's horn. On the seventh day, you are to march around the town seven times with the priests blowing the horn. Point three is, you have to remember, there is a completion date to your preseason. Remember, there is a completion date to your preseason. Every preseason starts, and you're always given a date that that season is going to end. All we have to know is that the season we're in, oh, it's coming to an end. It, 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 this ain't going to last forever. I just got to trust God to know that, okay, all I do is make it through this seat, this one portion of my life that's going not the way I want it to go, but if I just hang in there, if I just suck it up and pull it through, I'll make it through this because there is an end to the preseason. And I want somebody to know, don't allow the, the preseason to get you stuck and thinking that's where you're going to stay because God says, I have more for you. I've already given you the land. I just need you to understand and do some things that I've told you to do that I've already promised you, already given it to you. Complete the preseason. There is a completion date. You don't we will not stay where we are. That should be. When God hit, I'm like, whew. So you mean to tell me I ain't got to do this all the time? There is going to be some relief? I'm ready for the season end already, but long, at least I know that there's an end to it. That I ain't got to keep on going and going and going and dealing and dealing and working. Because I have to get to the season, usually most of the workouts ain't quite as hard. 
preseason is real hard. It's intense. It's hard. But when you get to the regular season, yeah, you get to, you get to lay back a little bit. I mean, it's still some work. It ain't going to be easy. But it ain't as hard and as intense as them two-a-days, them three-a-days during preseason. So understand that there is an end. There is a completion date to your preseason. The last one here is found in verse 20. I didn't read it, but the last one is found in verse 20. It says, when the people heard the sound of the ram's horns, they shouted as loud as they could, and suddenly the walls of Jericho collapsed, and the Israelites charged straight into the town and walked in their season. And captured it. The fourth one here is remember your voice has power. Your voice has power. Don't allow the enemy to shut your mouth. Remember, I told you last week there was two days I didn't pray, I refused to pray. I allowed the enemy to shut my mouth and I didn't realize how much power that my voice has and that's why he wanted me to shut my mouth because he was afraid if I begin to open my mouth, if I begin to decree and declare some things, some things had to happen. If I begin to tell God what I'm looking for, begin to tell God what I want, I begin to tell God how I feel, begin to tell God what I need him to do, things would have to happen. I would be able to walk into my season. I'd be able to knock some walls down. I'd be able to destroy some stuff that's happening in my life. I'd be able to knock the enemy out, as Troy said. I'd be able to move in a new place that I wasn't able to move before because I was able to open my mouth and speak and cause things to begin to fall in my life. The attack that the enemy had on me, if I just speak those things with the voice of power, I can make things happen. I can walk into the season where God has already declared that I will have back in verse 1. He said, I'll give you the city of Jericho, but there's something that has to happen. You're going to have to open up your mouth and begin to decree and declare some stuff. Begin to speak things over your life. Begin to speak things into existence. Your voice has power and you cannot allow the enemy to silence your voice. Open up your mouth and begin to pray to God. Open up your mouth and begin to shout glory to God. Open up your mouth and begin to declare things to happen in your life. Make sure the enemy knows that your voice has power and he can't shut you up. Most of the time, we go through our hardships, we get silent. We go into our shell, we get upset, we get silent, but it's the opposite reaction that the Bible says. The Bible says they shouted with a loud voice, and that's when the wall came down. They walked around the city silent, and nothing happened. They walked around it seven times, and nothing happened until they opened up their mouths. Don't allow the enemy to keep you silent during your preseason. That's what's going to get us into our season when we open up our mouth.
your prayers, your voice has the power to destroy things that nobody else can. The text says they had this wall built and nobody was able to come out and nobody was able to come into that city. But when they raised their voice at the right time, at the order of God, the power caused those things to crumble, caused the walls to crumble. And they were able, the text says, they were able to walk with no effort. Y'all didn't see that. They were able to walk right into the city. So God says, in this new season, in this regular season you're about to walk into, it's going to be effortless. I'm going to give you stuff that you ain't even got to work hard for. I'm just... Because you've endured the preseason, because you've endured the hardship, because you've endured the pain, because you've endured the lack, because you've endured the sickness, because you've endured the rejection, because you've endured all these things. I'm, this new season, I'm going to just, just walk in it. Somebody just asked me this morning about that house. Saw the guy Friday. Wednesday, didn't even want to speak to me. Guess what I did? Right. I walked right up to him. Hey, hey, what's going on? How you doing? How the family doing? Oh, we doing good. We doing good. He was real. Oh, he didn't know what I was going to do. Yeah. Exodus 30 says, whatever I anoint. Whatever I anoint is blessed. So I'm going to bless the man. So he can in turn bless me. It's ours. The person declared this year, the, the person declared that that's going to be ours this year. I receive it in Jesus' name. Yep. For those who don't know real quick, that house back here on the side of that gravel parking lot, just a reminder, because some of y'all might have forgot anyway. That little house, the, the house right, to the, the, right behind the church, there was a gravel lot. There was a house sitting on that, and God gave that to us, pretty much gave it to us. It was a $100,000 house. We got it for ten. The house next to it right now, um, the church used to own the house, by the way, and then something happened. So that house, a guy owns a house, and he refuses to sell us the house. But we've already anointed the land. We've already walked around the land. All we have to do now is begin to use the power of our voice. If y'all have stopped speaking on that, I ask you now to begin speaking on it. Because a lot of us, we just put in our back of our minds like, man, okay, it's there. But I mean, we just, I know I have. I just, I looked at, okay, it's ours. But I stopped speaking on it. I stopped asking. I stopped telling God that's ours. Well, it's going to change now. Yeah. I'm going to be louder now. It's coming. So, yeah.
preseason, y'all. This is our preseason. And it has to come to an end. Because at some point, at some point, the season has to start. You can't go through preseason the whole time, and that doesn't make sense. Preseason has to stop at some point. And I just look for that date of completion, God. That our preseason will stop. And the only way we can do is we got to stand on the promise that God's given us. That the season will end and we're going to walk into what he has for us. Okay, okay, okay. I won't say I told you so. But let's just remember that I was the one that said that this was going to be a great one, right? Okay. Pastor Daniel hit us hard with that one. Now I will never look at a preseason the same. I will also know that I'm just training for the real season. And when that real season comes, I will be able to handle it effortless. God, I just want to thank you for our preseason. Thank you for training us so that we can handle everything that the enemy throws at us. Thank you for being God alone and continue to guide us through our preseason. In Jesus' name, amen. Be blessed, y'all.